Hey guys, it's FUBU Podcast. With everything going on with the quarantine and the just craziness happening in the world, a lot of people are talking about that, about that right now. I did watch um, almost all the episodes. I do have one left, but when I was watching it, I just thought, I thought it was interesting. You know, I didn't um, think too much about it. But then I went on social media and saw there was a lot of backlash. So I was really interested in what people had to, had to say about it. And I wanted to know why there was so much backlash because I just, I, I, you know, I understood the show wasn't perfect, but I just didn't warrant this whole like, you know, global conversation. I, I don't know. But so this episode, myself and two other guests um, from the A Different World podcast, we speak on Black AF, our thoughts, our opinions, if we liked it, didn't like it. Um, I think it was an interesting conversation. Unfortunately, um, a majority of the conversation did get cut off. Cut, but uh, the the parts that, w- that I am going to show is still pretty interesting. Um, there's a lot set there, and I think there's a lot, um, lot of food for thought. Um, I would love for you guys to, you know, let me know what you thought about it. All right, so let's get into it. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to a different world podcast, a podcast where we thrive on having disruptive conversations about politics sex, religion, pop culture, and everything else in between. Uh, I'm your host, Corey Kareem, alongside, again, virtually to the lovely Angelina Williams. And today, we are going in about black as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, so extra. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love it, I love it. I actually feel like Kenya was telling um, was actually telling a spectrum of the black experience that hasn't really been told that much until, you know, I'm going to say maybe five or six years ago. So here's here's what I'm talking about. If you look at Hollywood, L.A., South California, even New York and Atlanta and Miami, um, if you take it, if you go back as far as the early 90s. What you're seeing now is the fruits of the labor of guys that have been in Hollywood since the early 90s who created the juices of the world and all those black films we love and also NBA players who have had sons and daughters that have grown up. So I feel like he's depicting the black experience from a rich, successful athlete, entertainer, someone who's kind of, you know, broke through the ceiling, if you if you will. So it's not your typical experience. And if you look at a lot of those guys, particularly the athletes and even the entertainers, a lot of them do have families that are represented by what we saw uh, in Black as Fuck. So although it's not the whole experience, it is a part of the experience. That is someone's experience. I remember BET years ago had a show called Baldwin Hills. It was it was kind of that. I love that show. It was yeah, kind. It was yeah. kind of that. It was like these rich black people. A lot of them are sons and daughters of CEOs or top execs of entertainment companies and all different types of organizations. So, and and, and overall, what I'm trying to say here is, I think it's so important for us to tell as many versions of our story. Me personally, I love the truth telling stories, but I'm also tired of seeing the same dramatic piece about guy who grew up in the projects, single mom or a single parent household with the mom who had to work four jobs. And, you know, he had to duck the gang. He had to duck getting jumped every day from school. Like that's not everyone's experience. Although a lot of people do go through that. I'm tired of seeing that story. 
And I remember when uh, a couple years ago they came up with the movie Hidden Figures or Hidden Figure. Um, and I was like, we need to tell more stories like that. I want to see more stories of us winning. It's the reason why the Cosbys were so successful because it was like, hey, here's a story about a black family that wasn't like struggling per se. Yes, they dealt with issues, but it wasn't like the typical everyday, I'm in the hood, I'm in the ghetto, I'm struggling, mom's on this, dad's on that. And so I'm for it because it's different from the rest of the thing. And, and there's always going to be a group of us that tell the story about the struggle, which is fine because that is a part of our reality. But what's also now a part of our reality is rich ass black folks that live like that. So maybe the show should have been called, you know, rich ass black as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> but that nevertheless is a part of our spectrum now because it's a reality, right? Yeah. Yep. Good point. Good point. Again, here's my thing. I don't think the the pushback is because of the affluence, right? Because what black I don't know what black people love more than aspirational content, right? Like we gave life to Cribs, Pin My Ride, you know, uh, the Housewives and the basketball, loving hip hop and all sorts of whatever, right? So we love aspirational uh, narratives. I think the pushback is a little bit more nuanced, not a little bit more subtle. Um, I think the idea, one, again, I have a huge problem with the title of the show. When the show was in the works and they were playing with the title called Black Excellence, that was a huge pushback because, again, you see what you see is the stereotypical, unambiguous Black man with the racially ambiguous wife and children and daughters and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So people are like, are, are we still dealing with this? And the uh, there was a, a, a beautiful discourse that took place online with people saying, you know, we look at um, Ronish, Blackish, all whatever, the, the, the constant thread of, of modern day and even um, classic Black media is, again, the light-skinned mom, the racially ambiguous daughters. We talk about like uh, my wife and kids swapping out the daughter, the, the clearly dark skinned daughter for the mixed race daughter. Fresh like, Prince swapped right? out on Vibs. Mm. Right. So we 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 have that that's happening, and I don't I don't think that that's something you can ignore when we're talking about black media, right? Mm. So the affluent part is not the 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 pushback. I don't think. I don't think for me it's not. I mean, I, again, I'm coming from a more artistic perspective, and I don't like the show because it, it sucks. But like, <laughs> if we're if we're just looking at even the cultural aspect of it, um, the uh, Ken, Kenya in the uh, again conversation that was happening online when he uh, presented the title "Black Excellence," and people were like, "Yo, but like, where are the black black women?" <laughs> Um, and why is it that when we, we constantly see images of black men in places of, uh, prosperity, financial prosperity, they're partnered with the racially ambiguous or non-black wife and children. But right? we, we know the so, answer to that question though. What is the answer to that question? You, you see that. So when I said that he's depicting a spectrum of reality, when you look at athletes, that's what you see, right? When you look at some of the rappers, that's what right. you see. So 
we know that because of whiteness, right? We know that there's there's a there's a specific reason why that happens, why you see the successful dark skinned guy or yeah. you know, brown guy with a lighter skinned woman. We know the answer to that question. So again, it, it comes down to if you're looking at it from a purely artistic perspective and this guy is portraying his own life, then one has to say is it is what it is. But then if you're tying in the context of blackish, grownish, um, and the other one, then you're like, hold up. I then I could see how this is repetitive and maybe offensive to you. But again, if you look at it in its singularity by itself, if someone's depicting his own life. Right. And so we can never, I don't, I don't think we can ever look at an artist from one piece of work. We look at an artist from their breadth of work typically. So yeah, if you're going to, like, if you're going to, have, again, I go back to the name, and I and I, I legit feel like if he named it something other than Black AF, the response might have been different. Maybe I'm, like, out to, to lunch on that one. I don't know, but I think the response might have been different. But you're going to have a name as bold, as black as fuck, and these, this is the, 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 the visual depiction. You open your, you've opened yourself up to being dragged, right? Kenya has repeatedly been like a um, warrior for um, mixed race individuals, right? Like half black, half white individuals, because that reflects his wife and his children to a lesser degree. Um, but I think that when we're talking about black AF, to arguably eliminate black women from that is definitely a kick in the face for many people. And for me, my critique, my personal critique had nothing to do with the racial ambiguity of the cast, right? My personal critique. However, that is, that's something that obviously cannot be ignored in the works of Kenya Barris. You cannot ignore that when you're looking so at- So I have one, only one question to ask. Yeah. Because I struggle when you say that as your response. So my, my my one question is, if Black AF was an entirely dark-skinned uh, cast, mm-hmm. would we still be talking about this right now? In all, in all, in all honesty, if this was dark-skinned woman, so you take the woman from uh, that movie Slim and... Um, sorry. Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. You take that girl... You take you you take uh uh what's his name from uh, the UK uh, Idris Elba you 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 swapping all the dark skin yeah you 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 put in the cream of the coffee of the coffee okay you 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 put in the cream of all of them would we honestly be having this conversation and my belief I think we I don't think so. So I think I think we would still critique it because there are certain aspects that were brought up that had nothing to do with race, like the idea of the father and the daughter cussing at each other, right? Like I don't know what black family, not none of my black family, whatever you could ever fix your face and call your father a dick, right? And like so the those dynamics, those cultural nuances that are very um, yeah. typical of black families and even Italian families, any cultural do you know what this is i don't know the words do you know what this is this is sound for la that's what i'm saying spectrum of that hollywood lifestyle those kids grow up differently which is why i'm trying to say this is not your 
typical black experience. These are privileged kids that grew up in a household where dad was an entertainer talking about fucking people up. And how do you how do you go home to your daughter when they see you and you're selling out shows? You're Kevin Hart and you're talking about what you're talking about. You think you think that's not gonna come up in your household? You can't escape that. Yeah, it's different. Sure, sure. And I think Again, to answer, I, but, yeah, go ahead. I just think to answer your question though, if it was a darker skin, darker skin um, cast, would be self conversation. I there would still be people like oh like. Or, you know, I don't feel represented, I don't feel represented. It would be like skin women saying that. I feel like that 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 argument was to be made, but I just wouldn't, I don't want to say, like, I wouldn't care. But it's like... Yeah, you do. It's like, you guys have so many so many other things, like, be crap. So many other representation, one, right. Yeah. Like, right. let's have this one thing. So it's kind of, it's so right. weird, like, light-skinned women coming for a black skin TV they show and being like, they oh, shouldn't. yeah, you can't. They shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't. So yeah. I think it's like, and the majority of, you know, black people are darker skins, you know? Right. So but again, like, wait, what, what you're saying, Corey, like, this was a very, very specific and small um, black experience, like, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's, at the end of the day, we have to remember, like, the name was messed up. For sure, because I just feel like that could have been gone to something greater. Like now, that name is taken, and like that could have been, you know, it could have been better production. I, and there were little things that were just like, mm, this is really pushing it. This isn't. This is more another culture than ours. You know, this is not our culture. Right. But right. So like, I, and and, yeah. and, I, and I do think that culture matters, and I think that maybe the pushback is that this is not representative of the culture. Not that the culture is only singularly one thing but i think that on the on the when you look at the the whole pie um we are we we do connect on many levels that this series has missed um but again i i feel how i feel about it um (laughs) i think that again when you have someone that has what four shows in the works right now that are out there right now um, it's, 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 I would like to see him play a different note. This is the exactly. same. Like we, we expect more from musical artists than, than we do people that get budgets of a hundred million dollars. This was whack. Um, I'm not for it. I would, I, I look at a series like Insecure from, um, that came, kind of came through the awkward black girl YouTube era, which I think really represents, um, a unique yet relatable perspective of the black woman and black people in general. Um, and I saw what Issa was able to create from that. Uh, we also have to talk about the fact that the people that are writing these series are not reflective of the population that is depicting, right? So I think also folks are dragging Kenya Barris because of that. The writers in the space are not reflective of the people yeah. they're writing about. So you're going to feel like the, the, the content is going to feel really off when you have white people writing what they think black people are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And just, you all going to hit me for this one too, but I, I was looking at his, his uh, track record and he's, he's going to produce, um, come out with coming to America too. The leading woman, light skin. Well, and in, in the original, in all fairness, she was light skin in the original. No, she was, but I mean, like it's twenty twenty. If you're gonna do it, like but, I feel like. But this is, but this, but this is what I'm talking about. Like you know, and you said something on the page, and I was, I was poking at you a little bit. I was, 
Because you, that's what you do. You poke at me for every friggin' thing. And I'm no, like, yo, I'm, a, I'm about to drag this man. <laughs> but, you know, he's my brother and I love him. So, you know, you say, you know, there's a difference between black and, you know. Um, biracial. Biracial. Yeah, and yeah. I said, mm-hmm. technically speaking, yes. But in North America, we've been running with the one drop rule since I don't know the last two three hundred years. <laughs> so I mean, we 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 yeah. we love we love to claim it when it's when it's favorable, like you know Bob Marley or Barack Obama. You know what I'm saying? We like to hold on to that, you know. Uh, but then you know when it comes to Hollywood, oh, because the wife is not you know hundred percent. If I could use hundred percent, then yeah. it's 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 problematic. And I'm just like to me. That's when I said nobody wins when their family feuds. And, and I, I don't, me personally, I don't like to dissect our culture that way. Like, oh, your dad is white, so you, you're only half. So you, you're, not black, you, you're, you're not black enough. That's To me, I don't do that because it's the same thing when I treat my family. Like, there's people that are my second cousins. And to me, it's just family. I don't, I'm not going to say, oh, you're only my second cousin. You're not my first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not like I mean, in like that. And, and that to me, I just don't like, I personally, I'm just oh, okay. not a fan of that so, conversation. So here's my thing. I think it's, I think it's a valid conversation to have because I believe that people should be able to, um, just to own their own identity. Um, I have, um, close friends, sorry. I have close friends that are visually my complexion. Yep. That, I have that close part. friends that are visually my complexion, but are from Asia and I when I'm having a conversation about them I ask them how do you identify so although you might look like me you might not identify yourself as a black person right and so I'm not going to put on the mantle of you're black if you don't identify as you're black as as being black right that's one two I sorry I'm going to wrap this up two I think that um, being biracial has its own entirely unique lived experience that we cannot um, disqualify, right? Like, so, uh, Corey, your partner is not black. You will give birth to non-black children that will experience the world in a very unique way. And to say, oh, yeah, my kids are black, right? Like, completely... um, reduces or or, diminishes their personal experience with their identity. So, yeah, I don't see biracial the same as being black. Yeah, I think... Obama or otherwise. Wait, sorry, what's wrong Bob Marley? Why do we keep saying Bob Marley? Because Bob Bob Marley is is, is not... um, He's not 100%. 100% black. See, he's biracial. I think there's a a difference between black as a race and black as a culture. I think we were talking about, like, you know, 100% black... Like, like, what is that? Like, even like, like you may be the same complexion as me, but then I might not. If you don't have like the cultural knowledge, as or the black experience. cultural knowledge, yeah. The, well, not the experience because every black experience experience, but the black culture. If you're not, if you've never watched like, Martin and never watched these big, you know, if you don't know like monumental black things in black culture, then I'm like, oh, you're not black, black. You know, I think there's a difference between just like race and and culture. So I think. I judge the culture rather than like the, the race of so so the question is like you could be not black as a race but still be black as a culture 
no, 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 no. You can be black because you have to have some black as a race to be to like be back to the culture. I, I'm very much like, yo, let people identify. Yeah. How they but then identify. I get Rachel, Rachel Dazio, whatever. Like, I think at some point, like, yes, those yeah. are whatever her name is. Like, I think yes, at some point, like, we can't tell people what identifies, but at the same time, it's like. No, so I mean, you're talking about lived experiences. For sure, absolutely. So, no, I'm not talking about the Rachel Dole is all people. What I'm talking about is the, the multiracial, biracial individuals. They have their own experience, and I don't recognize them as black. I think that they're biracial, multiracial. So and that's the category the, in which they live in. So, Beyonce, is she a black woman? Because there's definitely a lot of things in her bloodline. Yeah, but again, that's, I think... She, her mother identifies as black and her father identifies But you're talking about identify. You're saying, I get when someone says, I identify as black, but you're saying you wouldn't identify them as black. That's different. Again, I don't, again, I don't, I've always thought Beyonce was black because her mother is, identifies as black and her father identifies as black and Beyonce chooses to identify as black. That's her business. At the end of the day, um, that's really none of my personal concern. Like, no, I got bills to pay. <laughs> I got a child to take care of. So what someone's racial identity is is not my issue. What my issue is, is when people can say, okay, when the struggle is real and they're like, they remain silent in those moments. So, yeah. so, so okay, for example, a perfect example would be like um, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams? Yes, right, and who understands his his he completely honors and loves his white mother, but understands his experience as a black person, and will use his platform and his privilege and his visibility to talk about the issues that impact his black and uh, brethren and sisters, right? Um, But again, I and I don't want to go down too far down that road because it kind of removes us from the topic at, at hand. But the point that I'm trying to make is I think that a lot of people say, you know, when you have the quote unquote privilege to opt in and out of blackness, right, to be yeah. now saying I'm black AF when previously, specifically talk about Rashida Jones, because people are dragging Rashida Jones about this, right? But previously you didn't present present that way. Uh, I think that that's what people have um, an issue with. Now, I'm not saying that's my issue because I don't really, I don't give a fuck. To be quite frank, um, my issue or my critique has always been the show is black. Okay. Would it make a difference to you? Like, I just dis- distinguish black as the race and black as the culture. If, it, if black AF were not was not like talking about race but culture, like black black culture AF, would that would that be a difference? Would that make, you know make a difference for you? But I don't though, think like, they did a good job of that, anyways, right? Because they reduced yeah. black culture to like chains and traps. But again, it's a satire. Yeah. They're, make, they're poking fun at And here's the thing. Here's 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 the here's the fundamental thing. Why sat like why how satire works? It has to be funny. You know who did <laughs> satire really well? Dave Chappelle. Okay. Dave yep. Chappelle did satire okay. in a fantastic way. And to me, the show is just not funny. Okay. And that's fair. But then that's, funny is relative, though. Yeah, and it's so funny. I mean, that's right. It's a based on I can opinion. I can't give my opinion. I can't give Corey's opinion. I can't give your opinion, right? Absolutely. In my opinion, the show was just not funny. I don't think it was smart. I don't think it was innovative. I don't think it was witty. It was, it was hella like basic, 
and uh, a regurgitation of the content that he's created over and over again. It was whack. Movie. All right, guys. I'm gonna have to wrap this up. I'm gonna. Okay, Ed. But you know what? I'm gonna wrap this up, guys. Uh, Kenya, if you're listening, Corey Kareem, <laughs> I'd love to work with you. I can forget yeah. about all these people on here that's hating on you, brother. We can cook it yeah. up. We can make some Natasha. amazing black content. This is Corey Kareem. This is Natasha. This is Angelina Williams signing off. A different World Podcast. Peace and love, y'all. Right. We are out. Here we go. Take care. That was that was a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, My thing, my question is just: Did it warrant all of this backlash? I I understand that it wasn't perfect. I understand that it really missed the mark, especially with um, the name being called Black AF. You expect so much. You you really expect, you know, you expect the black culture in America to just be represented and just, you know, be popping. And a lot of us were really disappointed that it wasn't. Um, And that's kind of what I was, that's kind of what I was, you know, more bummed about. It's like, oh, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. You know, this wasn't like the Shonda Rhimes kind of show. But, and I thought like, Kenya Kenya, um, Barris, He's never really been someone who's made um, uh, content for that demographic of people. You know, black blackish isn't really like for black people. I think blackish is one of those shows that you would you would use like if you want to introduce white people to black culture, you show that instead of Empire. You know, it's a lot of it's very watered down. It's very just just lacking like authenticity. I think um, so. You know, I just wasn't like when I <clears throat> when I watched Black F, I wasn't all up in arms because I was like, you know, I wasn't really expecting anything crazy from him. This is this is what he does. This is his niche, and it seems to be making money for him. Um, so, and this is a black experience. Someone out there is is experiencing this. Some kid out there is cursing at their parents. I don't know how many, uh, you know, within the black community, but I bet someone is. Um, so you know. And I and I know that another part of the um problem is that people felt that there wasn't enough um diversity. Even though it was a majority black cast, it wasn't um a good representation of the black community. And people were really um upset about that. They just didn't feel represented, like they didn't see enough dark dark skinned women um on the show and they they felt that was a problem. Um for me, I I'm not upset about that only because it's it's about his life and he doesn't have that many black skin women around him. You know, that's that's more of a testament to him, how he's living his life. And that's I, I just feel like picking battles, this is not one of those things that like I can be upset about. Like that's that's the truth you live. I understand why people are upset about that. I just don't think that this is the right issue to bring that up in because it, it wasn't it just wasn't a piece like that for the black community. It wasn't for us. Um, you know, it was meant to be viewed and, you know, get a lot of money from us, but it wasn't like for the empowerment or the better of the, um, black community. That's, that's just my opinion on that. You know, and also something that was brought up on, in our conversation with, um, a different world podcast, the writing and the artistry of black AF was also very lacking. You know, I, I just wasn't like bought into any of these characters and I think also that was the point of it when I first watched it and like the first episode halfway and I was like oh okay this is this is something different this is like a satire this is a mockumentary on like an extreme black 
um, experience. Um, and I kind of felt like with Rashida Jones being in the in the show, it kind of gave me more of like a like her her repertoire has like The Office and Parks and Rec in it. So it kind of it kind of seemed as if they were trying to trying to combine that awkward, cringy, you know, dry humor with with um, you know this black space. I just don't I don't think a lot of people you know are ready for that. I don't think a lot of black people really do like The Office. So it just you know it would be hard for to kind of like jump into that as that as that makes sense. Um, I just think there's a lot a lot like going on with this show. You know, you either like it or you don't, or you just feel indifferent about it. And that's how I feel. I just feel indifferent about it. So one um, thing that Angela really focused on, and I really appreciate it, was just that we need to be able to critique, um, you know, Black artists. It's not that we're not supporting them. It's just that um, I think it's really important for us to be able to give good, like, give and accept critique of our work. I think a lot of times we feel like, well, you're Black. You're just supposed to, like, support it blindlessly. It's like... No, it's like no. When one when one black person does something, it speaks for all black people, and that unfortunately shouldn't be like that. But that's the way it is. So we need to have a say in the content that we are allowing to to represent us. If that makes sense. Um, and I really liked what she said. She said we need to be able to have bad content. Like not every single um, black piece of work is going to hit the mark. Is always going to like be, you know, amazing. So it's okay to have it's okay to have um you know not as great as other con- like you know bad content. It's okay to have bad content. Um because it's content in general. We need to see ourselves more. But yeah, I think our discussion with a different world podcast was just really good. I I'm really sad that you know we couldn't get the full conversation. It, there was a lot of great points um brought up, a lot of things said. I think um, we will definitely work again in the future. I'm excited for that. So let us know what you what you want us to talk about. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited just for the feedback, you know, if your opinion has changed after listening, not only to our, um, perspectives on it, but I know a lot of people have spoken on it. So if your opinions have changed after hearing other, um, points of view, let, let us know. Yeah. And we're happy to, we're excited to put out more and, and I just, I can't say enough how much support, you know, means to me and, and I definitely will do better at being more consistent, um, But yeah, I I appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah, that's it.